Oh, trendsetters, don't be like all these other athletes we've been seeing left, right and centre. Their drive's gone. They've got no motivation. They don't know what they're training for now. They're just sitting on the couch doing nothing. Have me coach you. All you have to do is go to trainsmove.com. I charge $60 a month Australian dollars, which is next to nothing in the US, and I can get you fully structured training sessions and training programs that's going to help you target your goals. And you know what everyone else in your age group are doing right at the moment? Depression, misery, and hellacious fun. Oh, g'day trendsetters. Welcome to episode 406 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Send me through an email, tim, at trainsmove.com, and it's good to have your company. Oh, what have you guys been up to during this strange time we're living in at the Oh, Trendsetters, welcome to episode 406 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Send me through an email, tim, at trainsmove.com, and it's good to have your company. What have you guys been up to? I know me, I've been doing jobs around the house I never knew needed doing until you just start looking at the time, and you, everywhere you look, there's a kid, and you turn around, there's another kid, and you turn around, and there's the wife. And you turn around again, and there's another kid. And you think to yourself, crikey, I can't get away from him. So I've been finding jobs that I never knew needed doing. Like Just just the other day, I, I spent most of the day painting underneath the stairwell. It's like a little um, closet that I keep all my, you know, gym equipment. Like, just spare weights and bike bags and also just just a storage closet i painted that and puttied it you know patched up little holes and it's you think to yourself after it why and, but anyway i did that and but you know one thing i am really into at the moment is this new michael jordan um net series the, the on the chicago bulls the last dance it's um pretty good i can't help think that you you know you if someone says to you know describe Michael Jordan in one word the first word instantly comes is intensity the level of intensity he brings is just incredible so I've always been um, fascinated with Michael Jordan even from a little ticker tacker when we used to follow him at um, you know primary school we we're always fascinated by him and I've got I guess I've kind of gravitated towards the super winners you know, you know it being shown interest clearly I'm not you know <laughs> none of that rubbed off onto me but but being fascinated by them and it's kind of what got me into cycling too it's if it wasn't for lance armstrong there would never have been me you know i never would have put on lycra ever um so i was gravitated towards lance halfway through his um you know tour tour campaigns and um i never would have been interested in golf if it wasn't for tiger woods so yeah i you know it's funny how how we we op- operate in our little heads or well, my little heads anyway you probably probably tuned in to actually listen to a, something that's remotely close to triathlon um today's question comes from gear and i do apologize if i've pronounced that wrong uh, which most likely i have I'm 49 years old and I'm training for Ironman 70.3 I believe my bike leg is my strongest part 
just below two and a half hours and I finished my 70.3 last year just over five hours. My average cadence on the bike is typically 65 to 70 RPM which I understand is somewhat below optimal cadence. If I increase my cadence, my speed normally falls and it does not feel natural to the bike cadence above 70 RPM on average. How much is there to gain trying to increase my cadence and what is an optimal cadence for for a middle-aged average fellow like myself? Uh, And do you believe it's worth focusing on cadence? How should I proceed? Uh, There's a lot in that but I'll slowly mosey on way I'll slowly get through that uh, it finishes just a short snap of my training I typically ride three to four times per week uh, per week in a session only once indoors of a session uh, I think it, so all rides I guess are in are outside and only one inside I'm thinking that's how Anyway, uh, my FTP is 284. I swim once a week, not presently due to the pool being closed. Uh, and running two to four times per week. Right, so uh, there is a lot here. So the first thing that st- you know instantly sticks out is you're, you're, you're riding at a very good pace. You're... Um, you're it doesn't feel natural so the, my instincts instantly says just leave it as is just ride 65 to 70 but then i come back to but then if you want to dive a little bit into it how are you running off on the on the bike on that is the first few k's you know does that suck balls um are you able to get off and run and maintain a same even pace or effort throughout the whole th- throughout the whole run so that so there's some quick things that enter my head um if you want to dive a little bit deeper into it you can look at your the first half an hour on the bike versus the last half an hour on the bike what is there a drop in power is there a drop in cadence is there an increase in cadence yes yes um i'm just going to throw a whole lot out here and then we'll work our way through it you you say you're averaging between 65 and 70 rpm how many how much during that 70.3 are you not pedaling are you pedaling during just about you know all of it um so so if you're riding it are you sitting at 70 70 rpm and then your average is saying it's 65 because you haven't pedaled so you can take snippets of your session um or race and have a look um so the, the and then you got to look at what is your cadence indoors versus outdoors because you we, we do ride generally i've noticed um we do we generally ride on a slightly lower cadence indoors than we do on the outside so there's some a whole lot of crap i've just spat out here to think about um should, but it says and um should, should you be focusing on cadence yes you should be focusing on cadence but that's not necessarily going to change what we're looking at so first things first <laughs> now that i've confused everything i would be inclined to to you want to check your cadence and power for that first and last half an hour that's that's what you want to check if you're seeing a big drop well then it's time to change 
change cadence and you need to play around with that if it's about the same if you produce if you're able to let's say your so your what is your watts your ftp is 200 where is it good podcasting i know 284 your ftp so let's say you're um 70.3 watts so sitting at 200 watts so um you are you able to start 200 watts and keep and maintain 200 watts for your you know the good majority of your um your race and is and if you're riding at say a cadence of 70 rpm are you starting off if you're maintaining 70 rpm if if you answer both on that i would keep your cadence as is uh, to but but, but, but I, sh- I sh- shouldn't i should have added that if you're able to run off the bo- off the bike on that i would keep everything as is if not well then you got to look at do you need to change the way um if is your power right is your um you, you how often are you doing bricks do you need to do many more bricks um so you've got to got to look at it all all as a whole what are, what are you starting off you're only swimming one one day a week generally um so are you starting the bike semi fatigue do you need to work more on the swim so you've got you have to look at it more of a picture-ish um should you be working on cadence yes so when i meant um you need to focus on cadence you need to add cadence work because you need to um so let's say you're doing um doing a 70.3 and there's three hills three hills and and half of it you're going to be in a headwind so you're you want to be riding up that hill with a slightly faster cadence just to to try and get um that little bit more recovery without pushing it as much um and then you want to tick it down so let's say you're going to be riding up up the hill at 75 rpm going downhill you might be closer to 60 rpm in the headwinds you might want to chew chew um 70 rpm in the tailwinds you might go down to 65 rpm so you you're constantly playing now to play with all that um you can go exaggerating but you want to be efficient as efficient as humanly possible on all of them so when you're you know you're about to overtake an athlete you do you instead of just going right i'm gonna overtake this athlete i'm sitting at 230 watts i'm gonna just increase this to 200 and you know well I'm sitting at 200 watts i'm going to increase this to 220 while i go around you don't want to keep at that same cadence or the same power you and just start uh, i should say the same you know the same gearing and just start chewing up a bigger bigger gear you want to increase your cadence to let's let's say you're going from 70 rpm you might want to increase it to 80 rpm say while you overtake so you do need to be um efficient um i I believe you you, to be more efficient and 65 70 I, i have mentioned this in a number of other episodes there's a lot of data out there that says you know 65 65 70 thereabouts lower lower cadence is more optimal there's a hell of a lot more um, data saying no 90 80 90 100 you know that's the better it's a there's a whole all sorts of data range typically 
um, typically speaking, the more time you can spend on the bike, the high, the more the higher cadence you can generally go, and and it would be more optimal. So, for for instance, if you're averaging two hundred kilometers a week in training, you'll probably might be, or let's say you're averaging one hundred and fifty kilometers per week in training, well, you might be better off at a lower cadence and and just muscle your way through the through it all. Um, even now, if you're riding four hundred kilometers a week, you're probably going to be better off over ninety RPM. That's me generically showing throwing people in in the in the same categories here so um it, it goes back you ha- you really have to look at your your race data you, it's probably not training data it's a little bit harder to look at to, when it comes to analyzing and what's working because um we we generally leave it out on the if you've got race data you go to race data and have a look at what's worked what hasn't what can you learn from um, and then you take that race data that you've got that you've got you make all your notes and then you start going back from there what did the last 12 16 weeks leading into this race do how can I change it now at a glance um, without no, really knowing a lot here you, you're riding two and a half hour uh, 70.3 uh, times just slightly over five hours so it'd be interesting to know your swim time for that versus your runtime, but I would dare say you could probably make um, quicker gains. So you, you're generally running two to four day times per week. I'd love to know more about your um, swim, swim training, swim time, swim mobility, and I'd also love to know a lot more about your run, so I can give better guidance there too. But um, you're doing well, you know. Um, that's a good t- that's a good amount of um, that's a good speed uh, 60 I'm just have, re- re-reading this as we're going here uh, cadence normally three to four times per week see I'd yeah see I'd be three to four times a week on the bike three two to four times so if I, I knew more I'd be saying let's uh, if I knew more, maybe back once one ride off a week, and increase one run a week, or or increase a swim a week. So now that you're not swimming at the moment, I would probably looking at focusing more on that run. And um, to going back, go, why you why you can I don't know when your next race is, but go why you can um, focus on. Um, core strength maybe add some run drills and some strides into it and just start from the basics and work your way upwards from there but yeah it's all good stuff if you, if you guys have I hope that helps if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmith.com oh and don't forget that um, this Saturday is Anzac Day which is definitely the most important day in the Australian calendar I believe anyway and, and the New Zealand calendar so, and unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, we we can't celebrate Anzac Day like we normally would. Um, so we there's a big push that everyone goes to their driveway uh, to do the dawn service, and there's an app, and you'll be he- be able to hear the the last post, and it's um yeah, it's, it's 
the most important part of Australian history, I think, Anzac Day. So don't forget, this Saturday, download the um, Anzac app and um, don't forget to remember. Until next episode, hooroo.